Okay, so we're beginning the third parak, and we'll actually review the Mishnah. Went last week, we'll start again. Mishnah's at the bottom of the Gemomad Beitz. You're not allowed to catch fish from fish ponds on Yamtiv. They're not considered to be caught because they're sort of uh, considerably loose inside of the little fish pond. You can't feed them, Rashi says, because they can manage on their own. It's only harder to feed them if they need it. But you could catch wild animals, chayos, and office birds from little enclosures. In other words, they are considered to be already caught in there, and there's no malacha of tzeda. You can also feed them. Why can you feed them? Because they need it. Especially in the winter, they have a hard time finding food, and therefore it's necessary for you to feed them. Not so fast. Not all enclosures are the same. In other words, sometimes when a chaya and an oaf is inside of an enclosure, it's considered to be caught already, and it would be more thirty captive from there. Other times, you wouldn't be considered caught. What's the getter? Zakhal is the rule. If it's mechusar tzeda, if we would say that the animal lacks tzeda, meaning he has not yet been caught, even though he's in the, inside of this enclosure, he still is mechusar tzeda. He's still missing being caught. You still need to catch him. And it's also, that's considered tzayda. But if we would say that when he's inside this enclosure, he's not lacking tzayda. You don't need to catch him. He's already caught. You just need to go and pick him up. Then it's mother. Now, the interesting thing is, in this mission, it's mavur, that it's also to catch animals, to be tzad. Now, the shaila is, if it's mother on yamtav, to do malacha for eichel nefesh, you could be sheichet, you could be marasha, why can't I be tzad? So Rashi explains, Rashi shita is, that it's something you could have done before Shabbos. To cook food is something you couldn't have done before because the food wouldn't be as fresh. The chef you couldn't do, the animal could go rotten. But to catch the animal, seida, that you could do before. And therefore, there's no hatter to be tzad on Shabbos. Okay, now there's another shot, but we're learning like Rashi. Says the Gemara. the one has a kasha, mabraisa. The Mishnah says that it's mutter to catch to be tzad a chayan and oaf. From an enclosure, Ramina, the Brysis says, Bivari and Shachaya Vishalof was different enclosures in which you have Achaya or Ofa or Of. In Sodom, you have Yamta. You're not allowed to catch animals from the Manyamta. You can't feed the animals. So here it's a steer to the Mishnah. Kasha Chaya Achaya, Kasha Ofas Ofas. The Mishnah says that it's okay to catch Achaya or an Of from an enclosure, and the Brysis says it's Aser. So the Gemara says, Bishlam Achaya Achaya Lokasha. In other words, as far as the question of Chaya on Chaya, that's not so difficult because we have a Machloikas Tanayim on that point. Harab Yehuda Harabanan, we could say that one is Yehuda, one is Rabbanan. What's it referring to? The Tanan says in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, this is a Mishnah in Shabbos. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Yehuda says, Hatzad Tzipor the Migdal, if you catch a Tzipor into a little Migdal, it's kind of like a cage. The Tzvila Bayis, you catch a Tzvi and you enclose him in a house, in an in enclosed structure. Yechayev, that's considered to be the malacha, I would say, that you've caught him. Now, it's medriyak in that Mishnah, lebayis with the machayev. You're only chayev when you put him into an actual bias, an actual, like a home, a building. Avala will be varin, but uh, an enclosure, an outdoor enclosure, which is much bigger. Lo, there you wouldn't be chayev. So that means, according to Yehuda, you have to really enclose the tzvi in something as small as a bias for it to be considered tzeda. If he's enclosed in something as big as a bay, it's not considered tzeda. So it would follow that if he's in that vehicle, if he's in that enclosure, and you catch him from there, that is tzad. 
the chachamim are the chachamim say hetzibur the migdal yes hetzibur you have to put inside this migdal inside of this cage to be chayiv but tzvi you don't have to put him into a bias you don't have to put him into something so small as a bias like you know you put him in a little enclosed garden little huts or a courtyard or a bivarin or any enclosure for animals that's already considered that he's tzad so if that's considered that he that it's tzad so it will be mutter to take him from there so that means the mishnah that says that it's mutter that would be like the chachamim that he's considered to be caught when he's inside of a bevar, and it's mutter to take him from there. And the Bryce that says that it's also that could be like Yehuda who says that in order for it to be considered caught, you have to put him into an actual bias. In something as big as a bevar, he's not considered caught. Ella uh, ofos ofos kasha, but when it comes to ofos and ofos, that's still difficult. Where do we find the Tana who says that it's where we find a Tana who says that it's mutter to catch an of from a uh, from a beaver. The price says he's considered caught only when he's inside of a migdal, inside a little a little like a cage. But if he's in something as big as a bay, that would certainly be usser. What are you gonna say? Hanami like Kasha, that's also not schwer. Because it depends what kind of an enclosure you're talking about. Hubba Bever Makura, that's talking about a beaver, an enclosure that's covered. Hubba Bever Shainu Makura, and the other one's talking about a beaver that's not Makura, meaning the Mishnah says that it's mutter is talking about an enclosed covered beaver. And the Bryce that says that it's Asr is talking about a baby that's not enclosed. It's not true because well, a bay is a bay is a home, right? A little building. The kebaver mukuradami that is equivalent of a of an enclosed of a covered bevar. in So, both according to Yehuda and according to Abanan, the tzibor is only considered caught when it's in a migdal, which is like a small cage. Only then, he's, and only in a migdal in only in a migdal is he asked considered to be caught. Lebais, but if you put him into a bias, well, certainly into a bevar, which is which is covered, it wouldn't be considered cut. So, how do we explain? In other words, where is the shita of the Mishnah that says that you're allowed to catch a bevar from a that you're allowed to catch an oaf, a bird from a bevar that we don't find anywhere? He's only considered caught in a migdal. Amar Ravuna, so Ravuna says there's no problem, there's no stira. Everyone agrees to what it says in the Mishnah that you're not allowed. They sorry. Everyone agrees what it says in the Mishnah that you're allowed to catch an oaf from a bevar, and everyone agrees what it says in the Brisa that a bird is only considered caught when he's put into a migdal. Aye, so if everyone agrees that a bird is considered caught only when he's put into a migdal, but if he's put into a bias, he's not considered caught. So why does the Mishnah say it's mutter to take an oaf out of a bevar? He's not considered caught in there, so it should be considered catching. It should be considered seda when you catch him inside of that bevar. So the Gemara explains because the Brisa and the Mishnah are talking about different things. And the Brisa that says that a bird is only considered caught when he's inside of a migdal, inside of a cage, and he's not considered caught inside of a bever, that's talking about a tzibar drawer. A tzibar drawer is like a wild, free bird. And that's what we're talking about in the Brisa. And what's unique about this tzibar drawer is it doesn't accept maros, it doesn't accept control. In other words, it doesn't allow itself to be domesticated. No matter where it is, even if it's in a bias, it'll fight for its own freedom. And it's never considered to be caught unless it's, unless it's an amish in a cage. The says, why is it called a tzibor drar? The word drar, the root of the word drar is dar, is to live, to live freely. It lives freely in a bias, inside of a bias, inside of a home, just like it will live in the sada. And therefore, if you're talking about a tzip or drawer, that's not considered caught until you put it into a middle. But any other bird, you put him into a bias, into a room, into an enclosed bevar with the roof, he's going to realize he's caught and he'll behave differently. And there we would say he's considered caught, and you can come and take him. 
Now the Gemara says, you see, before when we had the question, what's the what's the way to explain to me Miyashiv, the Brisa and the Mishnah? So we say, well, in terms of the Chaya, we can say to Machlokas or Yudan Nerbanan. But what about the case of Oaf? So now we're saying that in terms of Oaf, there's no Machlokas altogether. So the Gemara says, Hashtag the Asis Lachi. Now that we're coming to this, to be able to say that there's no Machlokas when it comes to Oaf. The Bryce and the Mishnah are talking about different kinds of ofos, but they greet one another. Everyone agrees that a regular ov is considered caught inside of a bias, and everyone agrees that a tzipor drar is only considered caught inside of a uh, migdal. So once we can say that, that everyone agrees, so then we can say the same thing with chayat as well. Chaya, chaya, namilokasher. Let's say that the stira between what it says about a chayat and the Mishnah, and what it says about a chayat and the Bryce is also not a kasha. Ha'avivir katan. The Mishnah that says that you're allowed to catch a chaya from a beaver is talking about a small beaver, a small enclosure. Hava beaver gadol. And the Baraisa that says you're not allowed to catch a chaya from a beaver is talking about a larger beaver. Like we see in the Mishnah itself, that Rebbe Gamil says, Rebbe Shemim Gamil says in the Mishnah that they're not all the same, there's big ones and there's small ones. Hey, ha, so now the Gemara has to define it. Hey, chidami beaver katan, hey, chidami beaver gadol. How exactly do we define a beaver katan where we say that the chaya is considered to be caught? And hey, Chidami, how exactly do we define a beaver goggle where we say he's not considered to be caught? I'm Ravashi. So Ravashi says like this. Anywhere, and into any enclosure where inside of there you have to run after it, umat, you know you'll get it. In other words, if a person has a chayat inside of an enclosure and he knows that if he runs, he'll get it in one chase. The right abasra, umat, he's going to get it in one race. So then the halacha is that it's considered, uh, katan. That's considered to be forgotten. If anything else, if he has to chase it and then he's not going to get to it and he's going to have to chase it in another direction, in another direction, that's to be forgotten. Inami, or another shot. If there's corners, if there's places for the animal to escape, it's not necessarily so big, but there's a little corner where you can get into and then a little corner that way, so it makes it difficult to catch them, even if it's smaller, that's to be forgotten. Otherwise, if it doesn't have those escape corners, that's to be forgotten. Inami, another another definition. Wherever the shade of the walls, to, nafli means falls, and tula means shade. Where the shade of the walls falls, kasli means walls. Right? So when the shade of the walls fall together, meaning they're not far enough apart, the two walls, so that the shade from one wall hits the other wall, the shade from the other wall hits the other wall, that's called the beaver The walls are so close together, that the shade hits each other, that's a beaver cut. Otherwise, if the walls are further apart than that, that's considered a beaver god. Okay, so now we have uh, now in the Mishnah it says, we'll conclude the Mishnah, and he says, not all Bibarim are the same. Now the way we just explained it, so it seems that really maybe even the Tanakhama agrees. Shemim is not really arguing, he's just, uh, pointing this out, that when we talk about a Bevar, we're talking about a Bevar that's small enough that we would say he's considered to be caught. That's when it's mutter, but if it would be big enough, if it would be big enough that you would have to chase after him, it'll still be considered Seder to catch him from there, like we saw in the Braisa. So now the Gemara says, The Lach is like Rabbi Shimon and Gamliel, who says that not every beaver is the same. The small ones where it's mother to catch an animal from, and his big ones where it's Asr. Amli Abai, Abai says, what are you saying? The Lach is like Rabbi Shimon and Gamliel. The Chalopliki, it seems like there's a Machoikas, and you're paskinning like Rabbi Shimon and Gamliel against the other Tana. But who's the other Tana? No one argues. We just explained that Rabbi Shimon and Gamliel is explaining the Tana Kama. So, Rav, uh, so, Rav, uh, you know, Rav Shmuel said, what's the problem? What's the, what's the, what's the difference? I'm telling you the Lachas like Rav Shmuel. So, you're telling me it's not a Machlaikas. So, fine. It's not a Machlaikas. 
So Vasavadi said, no, no. Why am I, uh, why am I asking you the question? Because Gumara, Gumara. You should learn the Gumara. Let it be a song, meaning, if I don't understand the Gumara, I should just learn it and, and it should be a song, something that I recite. No, Gumara is not something we recite. The Gumara has to make sense. You have to understand the Gumara. It's not a song. It's not just words. So to tell me the Lach HaZaykir Shemangamliel, there has to be a purpose in telling me the Lach HaZaykir Shemangamliel. And if it's not a you shouldn't say the Lach HaZaykir Shemangamliel. That's the only Shita that we have. Zaklau. The Mishnah, Rosh Hashanah, give a klal, kol muchos etzeda, whatever is muchos etzeda, um, is considered to be, uh, tzeda to take him from there. And we saw before, three different definitions. Hey, chidomi muchos etzeda. So Gemara now asks the question again. According to Rashi, it's another shita, another definition of what's called muchos etzeda. I'm Ravios, if I'm Ravino Rishmuel, kol shalom rahavim etzeda, any time where the person says, bring a trap, let's catch him. If, even though he's inside of this enclosure, you have to say, let's bring a, cha- a trap and catch him. That's considered that he's mechusset say that he lacks being caught. He hasn't been caught yet. Only Abaye, so Abaye said to Harigis and chickens. Show me Sometimes they're running around outside. If we want to get them, we actually would have to say, let's go get a trap and catch them. The time and yet the Brisa says that Sadavazim the person catches geese and chickens, and Herodian pigeons, which is a kind of a domesticated pigeon, but when they're running around and you go and catch them, you're potter. So if you say that the definition is, whenever a person says, let's bring a trap and catch them, that's considered seda. So why is the lacha here that if you say, if you catch them, you're potter? Though you have to say, let's bring a trap and catch them, and then why are you potter? These animals are different. You're talking about a goose. You're talking about a chicken. You're talking about a uh, domesticated pigeon, a Herodian chicken. They're different. They come to the cage at night. They come back at night. Boing the clue there. They come to the clue. They come to the cage at night. They're considered caught even when they're running away during the day. You know they're coming back at night. So it's not really called seida. But the other animals that you have to say, we're talking about animals that are aimed boing the clue there. They don't come back at night. That's when it's seida. So now you have another rule. It's got to be that you say, bring a trap and catch them. And it's got to be that you know they're not coming back at night. If you know they're coming back at night, that'll be potter. But how about pigeons? The pigeons that, that live in the, in the shavach, in the special cages, and the yonim that live in the aliyahs of buildings. The boy in the kluvan there, they come back in the evening. The tanya in there it says, these aren't as domesticated as the Herodian yonim. And here it says, it's yoni shavach, with yoni there. Somebody catches them when they're wild, when they're wild. Where you catch birds that nest in tefichim, which is little containers they would put in the walls and little crevices in the walls that put containers for them to nest. And if you take the birds from there, they'd be right, birds in the buildings. You're chay for taking the birds from these places. And here, you know they're going to come back to the kluv, to the place where they live, the cage, in the evening. So why you chay over here? So it can't be that the definition is if they come back to the clove, they're considered caught. The chickens and the geese and the Herodian Yonim, they come back to the cage at night and you have to feed them. They rely on you for food. They don't look for their own food. They don't find it for themselves. Therefore, it's not considered Seder to take them. Whereas Halalu, but the, uh, the Yone Yishovach and the Yone Yaliyah, so these ones, buying the clove in Arab, they do come back at night, to the close to the cage, but but they don't rely on you for food, they find their own food, and therefore we consider it to be tzedah when you catch them. Rav Maryam, Rav Maryam said a different distinction. 
these ones, the pigeons and the geese and the Herodian pigeons, they, sorry, they don't, sorry, the other ones, the Riyani Shoch and Aliyah, they run away. The honey and the chickens and the geese and the Herodian pigeons, they don't really run away. So what do you mean? Kulunami they all run away. If you try and catch them, they all run away when you try and catch them. No one wants to walk into your hands. But the Gemara says, Lekluvan Karmina, in the cage also, that's what we're referring to, that you're meaning to say, when you have these birds outside, you try and get them, they're all going to run away. And we're saying that there's a difference. It's mutter to catch the chickens and the goose and the geese and the domesticated pigeons, but not the only shovech and the only aliyah. What's the difference? All of them, if you catch them when they're outside, they're going to run away. But when they get back into the cage at night, if you go and catch them, so the chickens and the geese and the rodent pigeons, they'll let you catch them. They're already inside the cage. But the other ones, the only shovech and the only aliyah, even when they're in the cage, you try and catch them, they're still going to run around inside of the cage and they still give you uh, a run for your money. So therefore, that's considered to be seda. Says the Mishnah, If you have a trap to catch wild chayas, oifas, fish, you made it in an You set the trap in Yavyamtiv. Now, on Yamtiv you find an animal inside a bird, you find a chaya, you find a fish. You don't know if the animal was caught on Yamtiv or if it was caught in Yamtiv. Now, if it's caught in Yamtiv, then we say it's considered mukhan. It's prepared for Yamtiv and you can use it, you can eat it. But if it's only caught on Yamtiv, so we say that until it was caught, it wasn't mukhan, it was muktza. And therefore it's also because of the Yisra of Mutzah. So here it's a suffix. You don't know if it was caught before Yamtav or Anyamtav. It's a suffix Mutzah. That's called suffix Muchan. And what you told me, Anbi Yamtav, you can't take it in Yamtav. Sounds like what we're saying here is suffix Muchan, meaning suffix Mutzah is Aser. Ellen King Yodesh, you need so to do You can't take the animal unless you know that it was caught already in Yamtav, then it's considered Muchan. Umaise, with a certain guy. Shehevi Dargim Rabban Gamil, he brought fish as a gift to Rabban Gamil on Yamtav. Really, these fish that you bring is mutter. It's not a shayla of mutzah. I just want to take the gift from him. Meaning he said, I'm not, take, I'm not taking the gift from him, but it's not because it's a problem. It's really not a problem. Now the problem with this Mishnah is, the Mishnah began by saying you can't take the animals unless you know for sure they were caught beforehand. Because if you have a suffix, it's called suffix mukhan and it's asr. So then why when the guy brought the gift to Rabban Gamliel, don't I say that it's a suffix if he caught the animal, caught the gift before Yamtiv and it's Muchan, and Muchan, or he caught it on Yamtiv and it's Mukta. Why is it Mutter? So that's the one asks. Maisa list of the mission is bringing a Maisa to contradict the din? Because usually when the mission brings a Maisa, the mission is bringing a Maisa as a Raya. We never find that a mission will bring a Maisa to contradict something that it just said before. So the Gemara says, No, the mission is actually a little bit chaser. This is what the mission should say. The Tanakama holds that you can't take anything from the trap unless you know it was caught beforehand because he holds Tafik Muchan Aser. But what's missing from the mission of Rabban Gamliel, Matthew Rabban Gamliel is Chaylek, and he holds Tafik Muchan is Mutter. Ah, Umayza, now that the Mishnah says Rabban Gamliel holds Tafik Muchan is Mutter, the Mishnah brings Umayza. Umayza, now me, Benachi Yachat, Shehevi, Dagnum, Rabban Gamliel, Bar and Fish, Ramar, Mutar, and Hina, Rabban Gamliel said, really, it's Mutter. Tafik Muchan is Mutter. Elisha, and the sign of the Kabbalah, I don't want to take the gift. Now what's the halacha? We have machlekes. Tanakama says that tzavik muchin is aser, and Rambam says tzavik muchin is matir. I'm a good man. Shmuel ain't halacha like Rambam Gamliel. The halacha is not like Rambam Gamliel. The halacha like Tanakama. Tzavik muchin is aser.